But yeah, it, yeah, now I don't care. Now they're just like, yo, you you the dude from Instagram, right? right? right nah, right, right. I just it's it's cool. But like in the beginning, because you don't realize that you make these videos from home. Mm. So in the beginning, like I'm a homebody. Like I don't really. I chill at the crib with wifey and the kids. Mm. So we don't really go out a lot. So it started with like, we go out to Target and people will stop you and be like, mm. yo, like, I, I love your TikTok. Right, right. Like, and I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like, you know, that's what's up. Then I remember going on a bachelor party to Nashville and motherfuckers stopping me in the street in Nashville. That's when I really knew mm. like, oh shit, this shit is fucking everywhere, you know? And, and now we get it all over the place, but now it's just, you know, it's, it's cool, man. You know, it's, but I, you don't really see it a lot when you're fucking home all the time. Now that I'm out a lot more, now it's like, it's like, damn, bro, like motherfuckers really know my shit, you know. It makes you, it's a pre, it makes you appreciative, you know. You started more in the pandemic. I started in 2020, um, February. February. Nah, bro, this is dope. This is this is this is what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. It started in 2020, I think February. Um, yeah, February I started making videos. You know, it was crazy. So I, I did a video. Of my son. So my son had, uh, I had the Amazon cloud fucking camera and I was watching my kids and my son picked up a basketball. He threw it at my other son's face Ooh. and it hit him. And I started sending it to all the dudes in my job. <laughs> I started sending it to all the dudes in my job and they were like, yo, this is hilarious. Blah, blah. So I started thinking about it. I had just went on a trip to Silicon Valley to visit my cousin who's an entrepreneur. Mm. All three of them are like very successful. They're the only entrepreneurs in my family. So I went out there, we stayed with him for a week, and he really kind of, you know, gave, gave me the idea, like, you know, you could do your own thing, bro. You could run your own business, you know? And I felt, you know, when I came back, I was like, all right, I'm going to start really digging in and trying to create my own lane. Because I never felt accomplished. All my jobs, every time I got a promotion or a new job, I always felt like, all right, this is it. This is the shit that's going to make me feel fulfilled. And it never did. You know, I get used to it, and I'd be like, this is whack. Like, this is not what I want. But I never understood, like... What is that deep burning inside that I don't know how to fulfill? And then finally I found it with social media, which was dope. But we started, I started pitching that video around trying to get it copyrighted. And I found a company called Viral Hog. And they were like, look, we'll split the revenue 60-40 and we'll push it out to different venues. So they'll push it out to like Ridiculousness, Ellen Show, all different types of places. So I was like, all right, cool. So we t I took the deal. And then, like, six months later, bro, it was on Ridiculousness. It was on The Ellen Show. It had, like, fucking 10 million views on Facebook. And I got a check in the mail for 10 bands. What? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy, you know? Like, I, I, I never understood the power of social media up until that point. I was getting text messages. They're like, yo, is this you, son? Like, are you on Facebook? It's your what kids, right? Fuck? Like, what the fuck? That's fire, Yeah, bro. bro. So, I, you know, you saw it. So, fine. I spoke to a friend of mine who's, like, in the space. And he was like, yo, my man, you got to take your videos that you make. Because I was already making videos, but like for friends and family. Right, right. And then they, they'll give you compliments. You know what I mean? They'll tell you like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Yo, stop posting this shit. This shit is whack, you know? So I, uh, you know, I started, he was like, yo, put that shit on TikTok. I didn't even know what the fuck TikTok was. So I started throwing it on there consistently around uh, covid I was home for a minute. I actually actually had COVID. My wife had COVID. My kids had COVID. We all had it. So we had got sick. Then I was home, you know, for a while after that. Started making videos consistently. Probably like every day, every other day. And it took like seven months from one of them joints to hit, bro. They were all good videos. Mm. But I just, I fell in love with the process. And I just kept fucking posting shit. 
seven months later, six, seven months later, I got one of them to touch like a couple million. And I was like, oh, this is dope, like crazy. I'm on my way to fame. You think, you think you're there, you know? It's like, oh, that's it. You know, I sit, well, I'm waiting for Diddy to call me, you know? Like, that's it, it's over. And you realize that, like, nah, son, you got to do that shit every other day for years. Bro, I've been doing this shit for two years. I'm now finally in a position where I'm meeting with the right people, making the right connections. Two fucking years of... Almost a billion views overall. Almost a billion. You look at my hashtags, each one of them has like 350 million views. And it took me up until this point to finally get in a position to really make some bread and really provide for my family. You know, up until this point, I've been working full time. I had a full time job, 16 hour days, baby, killing it. I'm finally in a position where I'm probably going to say goodbye to my job and it feels good. But, you know, it took two years to get there, bro, and I, I feel good, man, you know? Welcome to another episode of In The Little Room Podcast, where we learn, laugh, and heal. Cheers to my brother, Kev. You know what I mean? Thank you for coming. My man came all the way from Strong Island. Yeah, I don't drive to the Bronx for any, just anybody, my brother. I appreciate you, know? you bro. My Thank you. going to be on cinder blocks. <laughs> you know? I don't drive for anybody. My mom could have called me. She'd be like, yo, I'm stranded in the Bronx, puppy. And I would be like, yeah, I'll send you Uber. You know, so you're lucky. I got love for you, man. Appreciate brother. you, bro. <laughs> so look, man. We're in, I don't even have to say much in this episode. If you, you guys know who he is. If you follow him on social, he's been making me laugh for some time. And I did not know. I did not know the time you really started, you know, putting content on social media. But I just want to say, here's how I met this funny motherfucker. I go to Justin's stand-up, okay? This was 2020... Yeah, just a minute ago. A minute ago, 2020. Uh, I'm in my group chat with E. Shout out to Ian Fern. And we are cracking up, sending your fucking content in our group chat, dying, laughing. And then I go see Justin. Shout out to Justin. Love you, bro. Congratulations on the new home. Yeah, my brother. Big fucking yeah. deal. That's amazing. Um, if you haven't watched that episode, go stop playing. Go to the link down. You feel me? I'll probably put the details in here. Probably don't need to do that, but you already know what time it is. Go watch the fucking episode. Thank you. So. So what I was saying is I go there and we're there. I'm having a good time. Justin's doing this thing and boom, I'm walking by and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is here. I didn't know your name. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I just, this is what I did. I walked up to him and said, you funny motherfucker. I just sent your context, your content to my boys in the group chat. Your apologies. No, you fucking didn't. I was twisted too. And I pulled out twisted. the phone like, look, motherfucker. After that, literally history. It was history. We he was he was with Nikita, so I got the experience of both. Like, oh, these are the guys that are, you know, that moment where like, yo, I'm literally watching this dude. I'm I'm watching you every day, pretty much, right? And it's a moment where you're like, yo, I'm watching this person every single day. Didn't expect to see you, and then get both of you at the same time and connected, bro. I take him to his hotel. We speak to like a minute. Bro, personal shit too. Personal I'm shit the too. Worst. You like got a little bit of fucking. Like, <laughs> I'm telling the whole life story. I don't know. You. Oh, I'm in the back of the car, like almost in tears. Like, nah, son, and then this happened. You don't even know, fam. Like, yo, I don't even know. So I love you. So I just met you, but I love you. My wife is next to me, like, shut the fuck up. This motherfucker is always telling his life story. And Rose like, facts, so I feel like we brothers. Yo, I swear to God, we spoke. It's about four o'clock in the morning, bro. Yeah. And it was, in we a had car. a moment. We had yeah. a car, bro, in front of the hotel. And I was like, all right, we got to get the fuck up out of yeah, here. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But I want to say, ever since, we had an idea of doing something together. So yeah, 
this is kind of that time where that, you know, that moment finally marries this moment. You know, I appreciate that. But I look up. You're on fucking social media doing millions of numbers. You know what I'm saying? Views. And then and then you have your own podcast. Yeah, man. Hilarious as fuck. And here's why. Good. You meet people when you're supposed to. I just want to say this on camera, bro. I appreciate. First and foremost, I have you saved on my phone as a Kev IG, right? So now I'm like, who the fuck is texting me? <laughs> I put out I put out an episode with me and Andy, me and Heather, shout out to my boy. I put up one clip on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm sorry. And I get a text, a fucking essay, bro. Like, yo, bro, I see what you got going on. Looks good. Here's what you should do. Don't want to use this angle. But I'm like, who the fuck is texting me? And gave me a bunch of free game. I'm talking about. A bunch of free game. Do not use this app. Use this app. You want to make sure when a video comes out, it does this, it does that. And you didn't have to do that for nothing, bro. Yeah, man. You're good people, brother. You know? I Nobody ever did that shit for me. Mm-hmm. Up until recently. I think the last year, I met my business partner in Miami. He's been fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Jesse, John, the dudes I do the podcast with. I've met a lot of dope people. But prior to that, nobody gives you fucking game, bro. Like, nobody... Really sit you down. It's like, nah, you fucking you. I had to learn the hard way, mm. you know, with everything, with my merch, with content, with editing. You learn that shit. I'm learning shit off YouTube, and I feel like it's my responsibility. If dudes are good people, bro, I'm gonna break it down. There's no reason why you got to go through the same shit. That's hater shit, mm. and people do. They act like that. Fact. I've met a ton of people who just want you to fuck up, who are doing well, successful. They just. You know, they don't want to see you, especially if they feel like you got a little bit of talent and you're doing your thing. Bro, people don't want to see you succeed, especially in New York. New York is whack. I'm going to say it. New York is whack, bro. He said that shit, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, but no, but it's, here, so. but it's real, though. Like, you know what's funny coming into this world, like stepping into this creating? Because now I'm a, I'm a creator now, right? Yeah, for sure. I went from being a fan watching to now I own that. You know, I, I create content. But I didn't come on here to hate on nobody. You know what I mean? It's to produce something, collaborate with people, enjoy this process. Most importantly, I'm fucking enjoying every moment of what I'm doing, right? But even that, if you did it, be honest, if you did not tell me those things, like how to cut, do this, use that, shortly after, I'll put up a clip on TikTok, Instagram that does 260,000 views with Tara Davis. And it was like, oh, shit. Everything you just gave me, I put into play and look at the result of it. You know what I mean? That shit's important, man. And it's easy. Simple shit. Simple guidelines that you need to follow. And you'll crush it. But the the main piece of it all is having the perfect balance of 50% business, 50% creativity. That shit is so important. Mm -hmm. You have to be equally as creative as you are intelligent in the business world. Because I met tons of creators who are all creator with no fucking business and you ain't going to make no bread. And when you're not making no bread, you're not going to continue to make dope content. And I've seen people who are all business. And when you're all business, you're going to oversaturate your content with ads, bullshit, shit niggas don't want to see. And then what happens there is motherfuckers don't want to see your shit either. Mm. You have to find the perfect balance, the perfect marriage of creativity and business. And that's the goal, bro. And then fall in love with the process. Not the bread. Because the bread, bro, look at me, bro. I'm telling you, two years. And I just started, I just had a, for my first deal within the last couple of months that was like real bread. You know, let's talk about that. So I want to say this. Relative to someone's process, we started 
I started putting out the videos in March, April. We put out our first video, I think, in April. But you put out your video. I th- the, the podcast? The podcast. Yeah, I think, uh, probably like a maybe a couple weeks before yours. And here's why, you know, it's relative to understand where you stand. I'm a person that did nothing on social media, though. You know, I wasn't putting out continuous content. It's, I woke up and said, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. This is the year. We're putting it out. I don't want to wait and I have to create and I don't want, I have to relearn social media. So you even saying, I didn't even know that you could copyright your material. You can. So here's the deal, though. You can copyright your shit. You can copyright anything you've done. But the reality is if you want to make bread off of it, you need the you need the connections. You need the, the people to reach out to. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, this piece of content right here, me and you, we copyright it. We own it. All right, cool. Who the fuck wants it? Nobody. Mm-hmm. You're only gonna. You only people are gonna want it. You know that's only the only way you make bread. People gotta want it. Your so mom wants I, it, by the way. Don't go too far. <laughs> so how? So how we sell this shit? How we sell this shit? Right, right. Right. So the reality is, you start linking with these companies like Viral Hog. I'm fuck. I feel like I'm plugging them. You owe me money. Mm. <laughs> companies right. like Viral Hog, you reach out to that, and and look, it's not like a. a they're not gonna take everybody's video. You submit the video. Mm. If they feel like it's viral worthy and motherfuckers are paid for it, they'll accept it and now they'll negotiate a deal. Yo, you get 60, we get 40, you let us push it out to all our people. Cool, whatever. They're, they're plugged in with MTV, all these motherfuckers that we're not. Mm. So you, you can copyright it, but the best way to do it is to as a partnership with people who actually do have the connections. So now they push that shit out and now you get a fucking ridiculous... Because like, after the fact... Two of my videos I did on social media, Ridiculousness reached out. They worked through like a third-party company, like a contractor company. And the dude was dope. He hit me up, and he was like, yo, we love your videos. Um, We want to buy a couple of them. And this was off my social media. And I was like, yo, this is fire, you know? And he bought two of them. He bought two of the videos, and two. we had two more on Ridiculousness. But that's how it happens. You have to have the platform. You have to have the connections, the outreach. If you don't have that, you're not going to make no bread. You know, and that's where motherfuckers fuck up. They'd be like, I'm just going to copyright every video I ever made. Who the fuck wants to see it? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you, right, right. Even if that shit is the funniest thing in the fucking world, mm. you still have to put it out on social media first. So, okay. I want to take a back step now and say, it's, you have, before you start posting on social media, what's your following like? Right? Your day-to-day, your day-to-day guy, you have what amount of people on Instagram? I'll tell you right now. Oh, let's do it. I got a it. totally got, different profile. Got the data. Right? Show, right now, show me the data. By the way, I made his hat and his shirt. Um, no, I don't make any more. It was only, I'm lying. Get the fuck you. Go ahead, show it around. No fucking way. He had 400 fucking followers. Following 405 like a hoe. You know what I'm saying? He was that bitch. Yeah, that's crazy. Such a beautiful big father first dream big. What a beautiful guy. Big dream big. This is so fire. Wow. That's amazing. What a loser. Oh my, that's his first reaction. I'm like, wow, what a progression. You worked so hard. This motherfucker's like, wow, what a losing bitch. I'm surprised your wife ain't cheated on you, you fucking clown. Oh, God. You know that? Yo, yo, I'm so happy you showed me that. Because yeah. now context. So here's why. In a world where I feel like 
people are seeking attention. I just want to say this. Not not all eyes are good eyes, bro. Yeah, that's facts, bro. Kids. Oh. You don't want kids to watch this shit. hundred TikTok, bro, the algorithm is specific. Bro, that's that's what's taking me so long to grow. So I'm at one point four, I'm about to be at one point five million. Now others have grown a lot faster, right? So kids are more likely to follow. They're also more likely to unfollow. They're all also more likely to report your shit. Mm. You know, so you have my content doesn't make sense for kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when you put when I post my clips, it's about the only people who can relate are people with kids who are in a relationship, which is older older cats. You know, for sure. kids watch that shit. I never think un- about it like that. They don't understand what the fuck is going on when they see my clips. You know, it's all relative to relationships and and you know be the life of a fucking adult of trying to succeed and do your thing and and taking the taboo moments of a fucking relationship. Bro, being in a relationship is fucking hard. It's a partnership, especially when you got kids. When you got kids, you got to be the perfect partner, bro. It's about knowing when wifey is at her wit's end and me stepping in and doing my thing and making that shit funny. Mm. You know? We all have shitty moments. I'm a, Bro, I, I come from a, a life where I made a lot of fucking mistakes, my brother, mm. and very, a very toxic past. That yeah, one day I'll get into it, but it was fucking toxic as fuck, and I survived, you know. And I honestly didn't believe I would live past a certain age, you know. Like what I age? was living, bro. I, I I tell you, I probably gave up on life at I think I want to say like twenty. At twenty years old, wow. I really I was living a lifestyle that was just not sustainable. And luckily, thank God, you know, I'm a, I am got baptized two years ago, and uh, that was big for me and wifey, and, you know, I'm not pushing religion on any people get crazy with that shit. They feel like... Calm the fuck down, you know, y'all. Like, damn, crazy, yeah, bro. it's nuts. Like, I hear oh, you, though. Yeah, God. <laughs> God. It's like, yeah, I see you up there, bitch. Um, but, you know, I, you know I, he really did save me, bro, and it put mm. things into perspective. My kids, my wife, without them, I'd be fucked, bro. I'd be in a ditch for real. So, this... This social media, this platform that I created that's all funny and jokes and shit like that, it comes from a, a crazy past. And I'm able to laugh about this shit. And I genuinely am happy now. You know what I mean? I, think, I feel like a lot of creators, they don't really have happiness. You know, I'm fucking happy. I don't need any more bread. I'm looking to create for generations to come. And that's my goal. And I'll do that till I die. But if I were to die tomorrow, I'm happy. I'm a happy man. I mean, I wouldn't be... Happy because I don't leave my kids. Right, right, but right, right. I fulfilled all that I need to fulfill. You know what I mean? And I think that shit is important, man. You being happy with who you are, and 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 I am, man. That's why we we create the content we create because we get a lot of haters, bro. We get a lot of people fucking talking shit that don't really like the dynamic that I put out. You know, but fuck them. How you deal with that? So when you get haters, <clears throat> here's what I realize sometimes when I talk to some creators, right? We'll put out some fucking great content. Put out something and it's getting a boatload of notoriety, right? But the one weasel retard that don't have a picture in his profile. Retard, cancel. I, <laughs> <laughs> that yo, you know retard? what? Put it down. All right, this is now, what now, I mean you about. Can say, you gotta keep this shit. Hold on, this is what I mean. Are there not retarded fucking people out there? Yes, they are. Agreed. 
Oh, look, he's Someone's saying, yeah. a retard. He's like, you can't say it. There is. I'm fuck you up. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not retarded, nah, nah, you this, is, this is a clip nah, right here. It's definitely going to get shot. Nah, nah, no, it's not. Bro, you, <laughs> you ever seen my clips? The shit I'm talking hey, about? Which way calling nobody a retard? Bro, we did a whole episode. About saying that, <laughs> way. You know, but this New York shit, like that's what I'm saying. So, so all right, even better, the you fuck, big stupid asshole yeah. that no one knows that it's a page that doesn't have a fucking picture, zero followers, and comments something that hurts. I guess, and we'll look at that comment. Forget about everything else, and look at that. Comment. I'm gonna tell you today where I stand. I am free from that shit. Yeah, I started. I did that in the beginning. It doesn't bother me at all. What I do is delete it. But I don't get those anymore, bro. I get straight up, like, family men. No bullshit, bro. I'll get straight up family men and be like, yo, I'll eat your wife's ass. <laughs> you think I'm fucking lying? <laughs> bro, I swear to God. I saw, what the you think fuck? I'm fucking no, lying? no, 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 no. Son. I almost yeah. got up for life. You what think I'm fucking fuck? lying? <laughs> yo, okay, what the crazy. Fuck? And I'm DMing back like, yo, my man, you got a whole family. Yo. You got a whole family, and I am the biggest troll oh you ever meet. Oh, my God. You think I want to screenshot this shit? Yo, you what? fucking out of your mind? No, of course I would. Fuck you, you don't ever watch my stories while I be going yeah, after these Yeah, but I never caught that. Bro, these motherfuckers is the worst. The other day, somebody told me, son, the other day, somebody told me. <laughs> yo, he's good on his mic, because I know he's kind of fun. Yo, you uh, treat. Yeah, but I'm mad loud. I feel it though. He was like, uh, he was like, you need to treat your wife better. I'd have her in a bathtub, rubbing her feet. And I was like, yeah, my man, I, I piss in that tub. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. Good, you can rub her feet in that tub. I shower first, and I just pee in that joint. So fuck you. So go ahead, rub her feet in there. Yo. Yo, that's... Bro, that's crazy. It's nuts. Yes. Bro, it's crazy. But they feel, you know what it is? They feel like you're big. So they feel like you're never going to see it. Mm. I'll be looking at them joints. You know? Those are the ones that give me life. You know? The ones that give me life. Let's go at it, baby. We'll go at it for a whole day. I'll make you paranoid. I'm going to send that shit to your wife. Be like, Deborah's your wife? I just found her. She works at Whole Skill Elementary. Oh, my send her goodness, an email right bro. Now, bitch. So that is, this is a perfect segue for me to say, that, now Nikita, being your wife, does she get any... People coming to her after your content to say because here's what I'm seeing in this she world. That's amazing. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, but she gets she. she I'm, I'm sure she gets some dick pics too. <laughs> <laughs> you know she get love also dick pics. Right, 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 you know, right. She get a little bit of both. Okay, so like, Rob's having a heart attack. He's like, oh fuck. This is insane. This shit went crazy. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Look, so here's what I want to put into perspective. So you have 400 followers. You're following four or five because you were a lovely guy, right? And then you say, I'm going to start posting. All right, so you, the, was it the, the video with your son first where he threw the, the ball in your other son's but face? That was the initial introduction to, like, the space, that there was bread in it. Because I was trying a bunch of shit. Mm. I was day trading. I was doing... I was always an entrepreneur in my spirit. I just failed so many times. I was like, maybe I'm just delusional. Mm. And this isn't a life for me, you know what I mean? But, you know, my cousin, he hit me hard, bro, with something. He told me, he was like, yo, you think too small. Yeah, crack mm. that shit, baby. Let's do it. He was like, yo, you think too small. And I never... This episode's brought to you behind me. Nah, don't be <laughs> fucking, fucking fucking... I hit, him, I hit him on the DM the other day. And I was like, yo, you need to do some free shit. And they were like, sorry, can't do it. And I'm like, you bitch-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> good, not behind Wow, this shit. tastes good, though, bro. It's delicious. It's delicious. These things are... These, yeah. these are the joints. These mm. are the joints. I wish they were sponsored because these shits are delicious. Okay. 
I'm sorry. He brought one because I didn't know. He didn't tell me other people. This is like, true. This is true. But he, he didn't tell wine. me it was this good. He brought wine. I was like, I for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See? So you got Next the time. wine. Next You're time. You're being greedy. <laughs> so, uh, fuck, what was I saying? You fucked me up. What you were saying was, sneakers oh. only smell good in the summer. Oh, that's if right. The- and we're talking about my cousin. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, my cousin... Uh, the entrepreneur, he would, you know, he would tell me that I was, you, you think too small. I never understood that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. He was like, I'd give him an idea and he'd be like, even bigger. And I'd be like, what? And I'm like, nah, but look at the bread. You know, we can make money off this and look at, you know, you're talking about you can make this in a year. And he's like, too small. Think bigger. And I come back and I'm like, nah. And then he would tell me shit like, show me a billion dollar industry and then show me a problem in that industry and then solve that problem. And then come to me. And I remember the first time I actually got it. I actually figured out a, an issue. A billion dollar fucking problem. Because he's, you know, he's a startup founder. So he, this is what he does. So, and then he had me going like a whole fucking campaign, bro. He was like, all right, now figure out this and this. And I worked on it for months. This shit makes fucking sense. And, it, and, and it, bro, I was like, wow, like, fuck. It really just clicked for me. Like, I am thinking too small. You know what I mean? How do I introduce myself into and have that long-term vision? Too many people have the short-term vision of, yo, I got a million followers, and this motherfucker offering me X. I'm going to take it. Yeah, but does it fit your platform? Is it going to continue to push your longevity in the business? That's where people fuck up. You know? In order for you to have longevity, you got to figure out, you got to build that platform and then make the connections that you can make. When you got that many pe- that many eyes, bro, do you know how many millionaires are following you? A lot. Mm. What are you doing to get relationships with those motherfuckers? You know, my business partner, I met him through IG. Rich as fuck. I'm not going to say it's, uh, right, right. expose him. Fair enough. Very wealthy man. Hi, friend. How yeah. you doing? Very wealthy man <laughs> that invested in my idea. You know, and gave a ton of money, a a lot of money, into an idea that I had that he believed in. I met him through fucking Instagram. I asked for a Web3 developer. He DM'd me, what do you need? And I was like, well, it's a long story, but can you hop on a call? And he goes, yeah. We spoke for like fucking hours. Created an idea together, and he was like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to give you X for 50%. I was like, huh? I was like, this motherfucker full of shit. Like, I'd never dealt with somebody like that, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, he's full of shit. There's no way he's going to give me that amount of money. And even other entrepreneurs that I spoke to were like, he ain't giving you that. Nah. Like, that's crazy. That's right. unheard of. Right. So, but I continued to go with the flow and, you know, we had conversations and then cut the check. And we're, we're in development and we're doing it. Like, and it's fucking crazy. And I met him through fucking Instagram. That's where people fuck up. They're just looking for the short-term bag. You know what I'm saying? Like they, But what about the long-term? Like, Keep making content. Make shit that people want to see because that's what, what's going to continue longevity. But figure out on the outside how you can make bread. You got so many people watching you. Why are you not making those connections? Mm. You know, Because you know what it is? Motherfuckers are too cool. They don't want to answer the DMs. Mm. They don't want to comment. Mm. I do all that. Mm. I spend hours... You look at my comments. My, no, I'm sure. Know? I see you it. You look at my comments. I see it. be like, yo, this nigga answers everything. I do. <clears throat> People think I got a bot. No, for real. You know? And I don't. I answer it. To echo what you're saying, that, for me, I remember before I met you, right? Before I met you, I was, I comment on your stuff, and you were replying to it. And it's not like, 
it's a lot of messages there. Sometimes people give you the laugh out loud response, yeah. you know, but you're getting what you can out of it. And I'm like, yo, I could tell it was you because there's so many yeah. people res- like in your comments. So, and I do it now myself. I do it now myself. I'm not getting, it's hard. And I'm not getting the, I get the joy that if somebody watched, here's what is the most offending part. The DMs. I think it's courage for someone to send you a DM with detail of what an episode Did or. For them. Oh, oh my bro. God. Those are the bro. best. Bro, bro, I get people telling me, yo, my man, I'm dying of cancer. Bro, I get these a lot. Mm. I'm dying of cancer. I just went through this. Or just, and you're like, fuck, bro. And I had cancer. I had thyroid cancer when I was 24. Mm. So I understand. And luckily, it was stage one, thank God. And surgery did the deal, and they took out my thyroid, and it was all good. But I remember being told that I had cancer at 24, and I didn't even know what a thyroid was. You know? And I was like, what the fuck? And I had just got my life together, bro. I just got my shit together. We, I was engaged. I just got engaged. I, I, you know, we were going to try to have kids. Like, I had, ju- I had a good job. And these motherfuckers tell me I got cancer. I'm like, yo, son. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You know? And it crushed me, bro. I didn't even tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell, um, I didn't tell my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time, but. Um, you didn't tell them at all? So this is, I'll tell you. Yeah, let's so get there. Initially, when I was first told, I walked outside, called my best friend at the time. Unfortunately, we're not tight no more, but I got love for him. I called him at the time. I broke down. I was mm. just like, yo, like, what the fuck? You know, because you instantly think, like, all right, like, you think you, you cancer, you think death. You know, automatic. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to die, bro. Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, I'm young. My life hasn't even started. Like, this isn't fair. Mm. You know, and a million thoughts go through your head. Mm. The reason I ain't tell my mom is because my mom is a hypochondriac. And I knew my mom, I love my mom, but she would make the situation worse for me. I knew if I would tell her, I would see the emotion in her face, and I would see that she thought I was going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, whereas you're looking for, like, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. We're going to get through this. It's going to be good. Even if she said those words, I'd be able to see in her face that she's like, my son, I'm preparing for my son to die. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't deal with that. So I didn't tell her. At all? I never told her. What the? So, f- Yo, so but I'm going to tell you. I'm okay, going to okay, the story. Okay, so yeah. my wife, I didn't tell her because I didn't want to worry her. But we were living in my mom's basement at the time. And I remember, like, it was like three weeks later. I ain't tell it for three weeks. And I was fucked up. And I remember her one day, me waking up, like, crying. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the deal? And I just couldn't do it anymore. I told her. And she was like, yo, we're going to figure this shit out. Like, it's like a good. warrior. Yeah. She is. Fire. We're what you were looking out. for in your mom's which, response, which you got it. What I was looking for. And mommy, I love you, you know. <laughs> she fucking emotional. But uh, she gave me what I needed. And, you know, I carried on, bro. And we did the surgery. And I remember the oncologist came in. I remember I telling the oncologist, I'm not telling my mom. Mm. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you have to tell your mom. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to tell my mom. And uh, I remember the day I was due for surgery, it was me and my cousin Danny, my wife and my mother. I'm laying in. You know, they got the hairnet, all that shit, ready to go in. I'm bugging out. I'm having a fucking heart attack. They're about to slice my neck open. And uh, he comes in and he goes, he introduces himself as my oncologist. So he goes, hey, how are you? My name is Dr. Tom, Kevin's oncologist. Oncologist is cancer, you know? Mm. So my mom looks at me and she's like, oncologist. And I'm like, oh, mommy, like, don't worry about it. 
it's just it's not cancer. Like they just it's just taking you know they're just figuring it out. Like they it might be cancer, but it's probably not cancer. I'm trying to figure out ways. I'm about wiggle. to go into surgery, and she starts bugging, bro. She starts crying, losing her mind. I'm about to go under the knife, son. My heart is pounding, and she's going, and I'm like, ma. Please stop. Like, I'm good. Like, don't worry. It's going to be fine. I'm trying to make her feel better. <laughs> Son, and I'm dying inside. Wow. They wheel me out, and I'm very, it's a terrible thing, but I'm very good at just tucking shit in. You know, tuck it in, and then I, then what happens is months down the line, I'm having random panic attacks while I'm driving. And you just, you know, it's just the, the way I do shit. So I'm tucking it in. I'm going in. They lay me on the table. And they're like, all right, Kev, like, you all good? Like, blah, blah, blah. They start putting the heart monitor on me, bro. My shit, my beats per minute is like a buck fifty. They're like, we cannot touch and this they're man like, right here. And he, I remember the, the anesthesiologist is like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, <laughs> he's like no, you're not good, man. He's like, relax. And I'm like, no, I'm relaxed. <laughs> no, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Bugging the fuck out. So they give me some shit to calm me down. That didn't calm me down. So they gave me some extra shit to calm me down, and then I was out. Woke up. Thank God everything worked out. It's been years, you know, and I've been good, and, you know, that's it. You got to thank God. But it was a tough time, bro. It was a tough... Here's a question I have, bro. Now that you're out of surgery, now your mom knows, what's that conversation mm. like? I lied to her. I told her. I was like, oh, no, they took it out. It wasn't cancer. But she ended up, she ended up finding out through... Someone, I think a family member, I think eventually. Mm. Uh, I, you know. So where do you get, okay, so now let me say this. Because if you were my son, right, what's your relationship like with your dad? Is their dad in the picture? When, uh, my wife's dad bounced. He was never around. He lives in Trinidad, and my father bounced when I was a baby. I, uh, I met him again when I was like 9, 10 years old at McDonald's, and... Uh, uh, you know, we saw each other on, like, you know, I see him once a year, twice a year, then wouldn't see him for five years, and we never had a relationship. It's unfortunate because uh, I feel like I've tried, uh, but I think there's just so much animosity there, son, and I feel bad because you only get one father, you know, but I look at, you know what fucked me up when I had kids? I thought when I had kids, it would make us make me want to build a relationship more with him. And when I had kids, it made me more angry because I was so obsessed with my kids and being in their life that I just couldn't understand this nigga just dipping as a kid. Regardless, I don't give a fuck if my mom was a pain in the ass and what, whatever. You, bro, you couldn't keep me away from my kids, son. You know, and I understand there's people in certain circumstances that are unavoidable. I get it. There's some people in really fucked up situations where the mom really does keep the father away from but that wasn't the situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You could have you could have did it. Okay. You know, and you didn't. <clears throat> and the reason I asked that question is because wanting to keep this from your mother. I know you want don't, don't want to get into your story. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just listeners, those who probably got the story, hey, I got diagnosed with something. Uh, I have a story, bro. I hit close to home. We, we're in a home of a brother. of a, My best friend had stage four cancer, bro. And the first thing he said was, I'm not telling my mother. And I looked at him and said, let me tell you something, bro. They're going to kill me if they find out that I knew and did not tell them. So 
this situation is a, is, is a very tough situation. Um, and the only reason I asked that question is to say the dynamic. I was wondering who you were close enough to, because that's a lot to bear on, bro. By yourself. There we go. I told Ooh. my uncle who, uh, I told my uncle who, he was, we had a very weird relationship, my uncle. My uncle was very young when I was a kid, and because I didn't have my father in my life, my mother utilized him to be the disciplinary, but he was mad young, and he did shit in a young way. You You'll know? be all right, the fuck and, you, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I always resented him for it, you know what I mean, and... Mm. You know, he's a good dude. He's a great father. I love my uncle. But we were never able to be like... But when in this moment in time, I, re, I went to him. Copy. I went to his crib, and I broke down. I told him. And I asked him to go to the doctor with me. Okay. And he did. He went to my first... He actually went to a few of them. A few of the doctor's appointments. Uh, but he was the one I relied on. And that, what's so crazy is I tried to use this to build a better relationship with my father. I told my his brother... I told my mm, uncle. Hoping it would get to him. I, I knew. Get, well, first, I told him not to say it, right? But low-key, knowing that, like, he, he was like, listen, that's my brother. I'm going to tell him, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're my nephew. And he so he told him. Right. And still didn't reach out? Bro, he hit me up on, like, a random day, like, a week after I told his brother. And was like, yo, what's up, puppy? Everything good? And I was like, yeah, yeah, everything's good. You know, what's the deal? No, you know. Chilling, like, I just want to make sure everything's good. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, we'll, we'll talk, you know? I'm like, okay. Jeez. We hang up. And I'm like, this nigga, bro. You had the opening, right, son. Right, you had, right. yo, listen. My brother told, you know, Hank told me, we need to link up. We need to talk. Be a father, bro. Right, 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 right. Take control. You know, because I used to blame myself and be like, you know, maybe I'm not being, like, open enough or kind enough or whatever. But that's not my job, bitch. Like, that's not my job. That's your job. Your job is to fucking drag that shit out of me. You know how many times my sister, my brother, who, who are, we're, we're, we're spread apart, you know, 12 years apart. So I feel like our relationship is kind of mixed between brother, father type shit. Mm -hmm. But you know how many times they just don't give me any anything back? But I don't give a fuck because you're my brother and my sister. I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to fight for that because I know you're going through it and I know I have your best interests at heart so I'm going to do what I got to do and I'm going to make sure that I get to you no matter what. So when do you decide to make all this pain humor, bro? I've always done that, bro. That's been my shit like forever. That's always been my natural instinct is just to laugh at shit. And some people say that's like toxic. They'd be like, nah, yo, you laughing. But it's like, nah, that's the shit that makes me feel good. Laughing makes me feel good. And, and I'm, I'm curious to know where is that a learned behavior? Because I don't know the I don't know the dynamics of your mom if she's funny. Pops is not really there. So what sparked this notion of like, yo, this is the best way to deal with my pain? Uh, it, or was I it natural? It was just, I think it, it was just natural. Like growing up in New York, you know, growing up in Queens, fuck everybody snapping on each other, talking. Shit. I don't know, man. It's it's uh, look, I know a lot of motherfuckers who are just like me. The difference is they don't have the patience. Or the mindset to make this shit into a business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But there's a ton of people I know who are way funnier than me. But how do you create that? Like, how do you become creative? Like, how do you turn that shit into a fucking skit? Mm. Not many people can do that. Let me tell you this. I appreciate the fact. You know, there's sometimes relationship. You know what I asked, I asked God at the beginning of this year was, look, 
new, new endeavors, new relationships, new people. I decided I I don't know where I heard it. I think it was I think it was on YouTube. It might have been a book. Um, and even in this moment, right now, present day, right fucking now, bro. I choose love over everything. I heard it once. Don't block yourself away from love and abundance and growth. Regardless of what the fuck you're going through, living a sheltered, you know, guarded life ain't a life worth living. And I don't know why it hit so hard, but I, I walked into that shit this year. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Bro, I'm going to be real with you. You reaching out to me, giving me all this advice, first it's like, what the fuck is he doing this for? You get what I'm saying? Nah, the, the, the natural That's New the natural, York, yeah. like what the fuck? What you want? What you dude? want? How much money you want? <laughs> right? Like what the? Are you gonna pay? Are you gonna charge me for this yeah. on, the, on the long term? And then I'm like, no, bro, love, bro, it's Just okay, because it. I would do that for someone as well. Right. So the other day, Kev sends me a skit. Sends me a skit. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at work. Yeah. In the middle of work, I put my AirPod on to hear this shit. It gives me a ha ha. <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 I'm looking for a critique. I'm looking for... I only send my videos to motherfuckers that I feel like are honest. I'm going to send you my shit. What do you think, bro? Yo, you know, motherfuckers there. Ha-ha. Bitch ass. No! That's not what I was looking for. Clown. But it's the fucking setup. He didn't say none of that shit. He just fucking sent the video. He didn't say I want a critique. Uh, and I thought it was funny. I thought it was fucking funny. And when I reply, that's what I appreciate. When I reply, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker ain't me alive. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I told. I ain't looking for ha I'm not looking for fucking ha <laughs> Yo, he got tight, but but I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> But even to be a person to get that, I would have never assumed that from the conversation that we've had, the relationship that we're growing, that you would send me... This guy doesn't miss on a fucking skit. If you haven't watched his fucking page, he don't really miss, bro. You know what I mean? Ever. That shit is like, what the fuck? Yeah, you sending me a skit? I thought I was... I thought you did like... Some people do weird things where like they send you their reel after, the, I don't know, in your yeah. DM. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe I, this is a thing. Yeah, I just send it. I send it. I have a handful of people. I say like three. That I sent my videos to. That was like an introduction to my world, my brother, and you fucking ruined it. I didn't know, bro. I didn't uh, fucking I, know. I sent it. It's like my boy Jay. He's a Marine. He's from the Bronx, too. Uh, great dude. You guys got to meet. You guys are very similar, bro. He's an awesome guy. I sent him a lot of my shit because he's not afraid to tell me. He's not afraid to break it down. Like, you send it to a lot of people now at my point where they'd be like, nah, this shit's funny. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm still confused by it. Mm. My wife, she's always supportive. So she's like, babe, hilarious. <laughs> it's great. It's so you know, she don't know my feelings. Uh, you send it to my sister. She shits on anything I do. Mm. She's like, she's whack. <laughs> she's whack as fuck. Could have did so much better. So you have to find the right people who are like not biased. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. So, uh, you know, I have a handful of people I send my shit to. And, and Jay would be like, listen, funny, not the best you've done, but maybe if you blah, 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 blah. I look for that. Because I appreciate that. Some people don't. Some people, that shit will kill your ego. And you're like, what? Funnier than you, bitch. You know? Let's, okay, let's talk about that now. Because now this is a piece. This is a piece that I think is important. Out of all the people you know, out of all the connections you've made, I get a fucking text message to say, yo, bro, I'm doing my first stand-up. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's lit. 
in the message, and then he, you write, uh, you want to be my host. I don't even know what that means. I'm reading this shit like, host what? Motherfucker, like you want to you, you want to dish out my drinks? Like, you want to get everybody? Like you want me to go up there and do what? And it was like, wait. And then I'm reading the message, going, wait. Like you want me to be there with you and host the shit? Like introduce you? Uh, and instantly again, I started this year with the yes, let's do it. But yeah. even to say, damn, everybody in his phone book, bro. To even I'm honored, bro, and I appreciate you even giving that. And that's coming November nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, sell. He sells out. You sell out. That's a fucking known spot, by the way. What's yeah, the name of this? City Winery. City Winery. Two days we saw. Two that was, fucking. That was a shock to me. So I'm going always oh, lit. So in my mind, I'm like always oh, lit. I'm bringing every guest yeah. for those who can't make it. I'm sorry. He sells this shit out in two days. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's over. I'm gonna bring every guest I know. Then I'm going. What am I doing up there? Myself. Well, you're just gonna be yourself. Simple. That's but, what I want. And this is what I mean. For that, for you to give me that door, and then to send me something and say, "Yo, what do you think about it?" I appreciate that because I will do the same with you. You know what I mean? Like I could tell from the jump. I've been. I send you a clip. I remember when I first started like editing yeah, shit, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, this is the one." And you're like, "Nah, that's that's not the one, bro." Well, I, well it was a good. It was a good. It, what you sent was solid. The thing is, you gotta just know what works. It's not necessarily <coughs> what you think is. People have a hard time at taking themselves out of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my producers, sometimes, he has a hard time doing that. He'll take a clip that really doesn't have a lot of context. Mm -hmm. But he'd be like, yo, that shit was hilarious. I remember laughing my ass off at that clip. But you had the whole context of what the story was before that. And that's where motherfuckers fuck up. When you push that shit out to people, they, don't have, they have no fucking idea what's happening. So you got to build from the beginning to end in a short in a short span of time, mm -hmm. right? So you have to, whether you got to edit it, whatever, they got to get the whole story of what's happening. And if they don't get that, they're scrolling, bro, because they don't understand what's going on. It could have been the funniest part of the fucking podcast. That shit don't matter. Mm. They have no idea what's happening. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. It's not the key of like, yeah, that clip is fire, but will it work for people who have no fucking idea who you are? Because that's what you need. You need people who can relate who don't even know your face, who've never fucking seen before. And I still make videos like that. So here's a question I have on that. When, how long does it take Kev to go, your work day is fucking long. You work 16 hours in a fucking day. 16 days, five days a week. Five days a week. You're a fucking husband. You're a father. It's killing me, bro. Nuts. When the fuck do you go and say, all right, here's content. How long does it take for you to make this 60 seconds? Because it's not... I mean, I don't know. Is it? My I write first all my shit during the week. Okay. So I, I have a notes where I write all my shit. Scenarios, different, you know, whatever. I get, I take one day a week to make content and to do my podcast. The other day, I try to keep with the fam. Um, and you know, I write shit out. We pretty much just we either have my sister come over, watch the kids for a little bit, or we just tell give the kids some candy or some shit. You mm -hmm. know, put them in the fucking room, and and we got. 15 minutes, maybe. And you make your content for the week, and that's it. And you do your thing, and, and, and that's why I'm finally at a place now where I'm, I'm, I'm getting the opportunities to take the leap and leave my job. But what people don't understand... See, people think I make a ton of bread doing this shit. It's like, yo, I make my bread off my job. Mm. I live in Long Island. I live in a good school district, all that shit, from my job. Mm. Not from fucking social media. Mm -hmm. 
I'm finally at a point now where I could take the leap, supplement my income, and live my dream. But you're still taking a risk, you know? But that's part of being an entrepreneur is taking that fucking leap and saying, I trust myself. And that's the biggest part for myself. I've always... I have that mentality. I think it's called imposter syndrome. Oh, my boy, yeah. my, my boy said it to me, and he was like, "Read this, cause this is you." It was my producer, mm. and I was like, "Wow, bro!" Like it really was. I'm the type who look at my life and all the things I created and say to myself, "Like I just got lucky. Mm. Like it's all luck." And like my wife has had to ground me sometimes and be like, "Yo, it ain't luck. Like you fucking, I've watched you." Over, like for the, I've been with you for 16 years. Like you, you did this shit from scratch. Like you, you need to believe in yourself more, and that's always been a struggle for me. I've always been, I've always felt like that, bro. Like I did, you know, anytime I do anything, and it was crazy. Is like I forget all the hard work I put in. I forget the sleepless nights and all that shit, and I just be like, nah, I got lucky. I'm blessed, bro. You know what's, poof. It's because it's so common for you to work that hard, right? <clears throat> that it's like, yeah, bro, but I've been doing this for so long. You can't it's how tell I me. Live, bro. It's how I survive, bro. It's how I survive. It's how, I, bro, if you sit, bro, when I'm off of work, like I'll be on vacation, I'll be sitting in the crib. Wifey be like, yo, take the day, just chill in the crib, like relax. Can't do it. I start losing my mind, bro. I start <laughs> thinking about wild shit. I start feeling my neck for lumps. <laughs> You know, I'm like, yo, dude, I got cancer again. I got a day off, I'm about, about to, to die. die. <laughs> yo, I can't, I can't do it, bro. I can't sit. And I start thinking, bro. I start thinking about mistakes and mm. this, and and I start like bugging out. You know. So how do you counteract that, bro? Like, what process? Work. You gotta just I work. Just throw it in, bro. I'm all in it. I'm all. Look, I'm all. I told you, I took off for work for these two weeks to get ready for the show, mm. bro. I'm about to be dialed in bro i'm gonna be in my basement like a straight up psychopath with index cards <laughs> fucking on the wall my wife gonna come upstairs and be like what murder investigation you working you know like, what the fuck is wrong with you because that's how that's how i serve that's how i survive and the good thing is my wife is super supportive where she understands that and she doesn't fuck with me for it you know what i'm saying I w this is what i want to speak on right because now if you have five days of work you work five days a week you're working 16 hour days then you also have a day where you go podcast, podcast, podcast. and create content. What's it's your relationship, right? She's also part of your comedy and yeah. your skits and stuff like that. The the starting of hey, I'm going to start doing when you first start putting content on social media. Was she supportive from the beginning? She was supportive ish. So like my wife was supportive. Yo, you got to understand, and I don't falter for it. I came to her, bro, you know how many ideas? We've been together 16 years. You know how many fucking, Every fucking ideas? Rich. I came to her like, this is it. <laughs> We're about to be fucking rich. You know? And she's like, okay, babe. Yep. That's what's up. Like, yeah, you know, do your thing. It's you know? Monday. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't work. Next one, you know? <laughs> so this was just another thing for her where it was like, cool, babe. I got you. Like, we're going to do it. She was a little annoyed in the beginning because you had to remain so consistent. So it was right. every day. I'm like, all right, babe. Like, we got to do something else. Like, do this. Blah, 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 blah. So she was a little annoyed. But she would do it. I'd make her do it. Because right. she'd be like, it's fucking late. Like, I want to go to bed. I'm like, two seconds. Just come downstairs. Like, mm -hmm. let's do it. Now, it's a little different. Now, you know, we're in a different space. Her fucking everywhere she goes. You know, see, she right, realizes right, that we right. really created something. But in the beginning, yeah, it's a little tough. I mean, imagine you, your husband, who's never created content ever. You know, he does Bullshit Snapchat videos making fun of you or whatever. Now he's like, yo, I'm going to start posting shit and skits and I need you to do this. and blah. 
you know, and there's n- nothing to show for it. You're doing six, seven months straight, nothing to show for it. She, you know, it's like, listen, I'm, I'm on a period. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right, right, Stop right. Stop asking me for shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Bitch-ass right. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> right. I'm tired. My right. stomach hurt, and right. I want Doritos. You know? Like, imagine, bro. I'll be tight, too. I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. But she, you know, she tolerated it. And, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason, my nigga. You know? I really do believe that. Every relationship, every everything. Everything happens for a reason. So when do you feel like, okay, um, I'm six, seven months in, because we spoke on that quickly, but where's the, where are you at mentally? Because it's always that imposter syndrome, right? If for me to do something for six months, because here's what I think it happens for most of us. It's not in the work, because that's what we know how to do. We know how to work. It's then when we get the notoriety, like, yeah. oh, shit, it's working. Right. Now you got to keep it up. Oh, shit. Now. now Am I good enough to keep it going? Am I good enough to keep it going? Because you're doing what? What's your average views right now on TikTok on like? Uh, I probably do like 40 million a month. It says that shit. Look, like 40. I'm here trying to figure out how to do a million. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But in that perspective, it's like you work so hard and those numbers. I'm going to be real with you. I thought you was doing this for longer. I thought. You were doing this shit for five, six years. No. Like, you speak on two years, I'm going to give you your flowers now. That's fucking impressive as fuck. No, I appreciate you it. You know what I mean? Uh, but it goes to show because no one understands the work you're doing outside of it and maintain what you're doing. You just see the video. They just see the video. It doesn't know there's a 20-hour day. It's a fucking 20, it's an 18-hour day that you got to still find a fire to do so. So, six, seven months comes. When, do I then, when does Kev go, okay... Am I happy in the process or now am I happy to finally, look, babe, it's working. Where am I finding the joy? Because you're happy today, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. But how do you kind of snap out of that? I love, although the content stresses me out because I'm my own biggest critic, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I make content and I'm like, yeah, I'm hard on myself when I'm editing my shit. And I'm like, what? I'm like, babe, what do you think? Nah, I don't know. And she's like, ah, nah, I don't know. I don't know. You know? But I love that. Like it's for the first time in my life, I'm doing shit that I actually love. You know what mm. I mean? And that's like hard to say. I, bro, I've been doing, I've been doing this for two years. All right. So here's a question I have. You've put in all this work, 16 hour days, finally seeing it come into like, I would not fruition because it's obviously we're not we're waiting for the deals to come in and whatnot, right? But then to also say I'm gonna pivot also and take my side out, out of this only skit comedian because you know, there's an Instagram comedian, yeah, yeah. a social media comedian, and now there's those people that do stand up, right? For you to say, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna do that too. What sparks that, bro? That's a good that's a good question. I'll tell you why. So. I always wanted to do stand up as a you know every there's been plenty of conversations where I'd be talking shit drinking and people like yo you should do stand up you're hilarious you know I never even questioned thought of it right. then I started doing social media doing the skits I thought about it a little bit more but what's crazy is so Joe Coy the comedian okay. he invited my wife and I to his uh, his show at UBS Arena. Mm. We gave us box seats. It was crazy, bro. I couldn't believe it. Like, this motherfucker was a fan of my social media shit. Like, you know? So we go, we do. I've never been in a box in my life, bro. I'm up there. I think his mom was there, bro, in front of us. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. (laughs) 
He brings us backstage after the show. He killed it. Brings us backstage after the show and goes, yo, when are you going to start doing stand-up? And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'm going to start small. He's like, bro, just fucking do it. And I was like, that was the first time somebody was like, I was like, okay, like, maybe I should start just doing it. I let it go. Mm. Didn't even think about it. Kept doing my thing, whatever. Then JJ, my agent, he represents a big agency, and he represents a lot of big comedians. He reached out to me and said, listen, man, we did a meeting. He was like, my wife put me on to you. You're hilarious. I want to take you on tour. Let's start small. I think you should do a show. I was hesitant. I brought it to my wife. And and he, you know, I brought it to my wife. And he, I, I was like, yo, this dude is telling me, like, I should do a show. Like, you know, and she was like, you need to do it. When are you ever going to get an opportunity like this? I was like, all right, never. Like, fuck it, you know? She was like, you could do it. You'd be good. Like, and I spoke to him, and, you know, I went back and forth. Like, uh, it was one point where I was like, I don't know if I could do this, bro. But it was the fear talking. It was the fear that was telling me, don't do it, you know? Like, just tell this nigga you're not ready. Mm-hmm. And he he was like, listen, bro, stop being a fucking pussy. He, he felt it on me. And he was just like, you're being a bitch. Like, you're fucking funny. And I remember reaching out to Joe Coy again, telling him, like, listen, I'm thinking about doing my first show. Like, you know, if there's any advice you would give me, what would it be? And he said, go up there and be yourself. Because if you try to be a comic, you're going to fail. But if you go up there and you're who you are, you're going to do great. And I was like, all right, fuck it. We in there. So we fucking, you know, and that's it. That's that's. Like she said before, you know, God puts people in your life, and, and that's exactly what happened. And I took the signs, and instead of going against the grain, just followed the path. You know, I think it's so interesting, bro, how we can, we can fight and hope and pray for things, and when they show, we'll be the first one to turn away from yes. the things that we've been praying for. Yo, because of fear, because you're scared. And you know what it is? It's other people, too. It's your, it's your, it's the people around you that don't understand your process that I'll tell you like, like I got a lot of this shit at work, which mm. fuck with me, mm. which is a lot of, oh, you're doing a show? What are you doing? Mm. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm doing a show. Like, what are you doing? Comedy. Oh yeah. You, you fucking comedian. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? And that shit oh, fucks with you because you like you're like, damn, like I'm funny. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Right, like, right, right. You're like, oh, that's cool. You you're know, so- and they give you that thing and you're like, damn, son, like and it was so crazy. It's like, yo, I love my mom to death. And she's great. But she's just the worst with this shit. Bro, I sent my flyer. I ain't tell my mom a thing. Mm. I sent my brother and sister a flyer, but I sent it in the wrong group chat. I sent it to my mother. My brother, brother and my sister. Mm. I sent the flyer and I was like, what do y'all think? But I sent it to my brother and my sister because I wanted them to tell me what they think of the actual flyer. And they were like, yo, it looks dope, looks dope. My mom's like, what the fuck is that? So she calls me and she's like, she's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, mom, I'm doing a show. And she's like, oh, yeah, what kind of show? And I'm like, a live show. <laughs> and she's like... A live show what? You gonna do TikToks? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, nah, mom. It's a live show. You know, like supporters, fans are gonna come. And oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. But what are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna do comedy. 
And she goes, who's the comedian? No. And I go, and I lost my mind, bro. No. I, mind. I was like, I'm, I'm like a fucking clown, mom. I'm hiring a fucking clown. And he's going to come on stage and do a little fucking dance. And I'm going to come up behind him and I'm going to dance with him. What the fuck you mean? Who's the comedian? So I got mad. So she's like, fuck you. And she hangs up on me. Calls me, calls me like 20 minutes later. And she's like, oh, papi, sorry. I lost you under the, uh, I was in the train. <laughs> Fucking totally told me fuck you and hung up on me, but realized. Oh, but you know, shit. old school, like right. you know, whatever. Doesn't understand. My mom has never been around a fucking entrepreneur or a businessman or anything in her whole life. My mom's biggest dream for me was be a fucking sanitation worker. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's not her fault. Mm. She doesn't understand that there's there's a bigger world out there. She's an old school Jamaica high school Queens girl. She doesn't understand. That more there's more than just a career, just survive. My mom knows survive. That's it. She doesn't know anything else, and that's not her fault, you know. So it's part of me has to be understanding of that and be like and kind of coach her. But in that moment, I was tight, bro, because I'm like, you're killing me right now, bro. I'm already fucking tr- trying my best, right. and you're fucking killing right. me, you know. So it was at that point where I, I realized, like, okay, I'm gonna help guide her. Help mold her. And she's like, yeah, puppy, I'm, I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to get my friends from my job to buy tickets. I'm like, I don't need your friends to buy tickets, ma. You know? That's my fault. Yeah, I don't really like it. <laughs> oh, you know my fault. Yeah, like, you're good. Look, it's my mom. Hey, mom! Look I, at that. I should, I should answer right now and be like, you're talking shit about you, lady. <laughs> but not yet. But, the, you know, you're right, though. Like, you you know, you, you get these opportunities and, and then you... A lot of, you know, we'll fuck them up ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Based on our environment. Because we'll go to people who does, just don't understand and ask their advice. Like, Unqualified. What do you What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? And they're like, I think you're a fucking idiot. And I think you're going to go up there and fall off the stage. You know? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, cool. All right, cool. You know what I mean? But that's just the way it is, bro. And then you talk to people. I've surrounded myself with entrepreneurs the last couple of years. And uh, even then, if you're going outside someone's comfort zone, whether they're an entrepreneur or not, they still, and that's even more, it makes you even more insecure. Because you look at someone who understands your whole story, understands what you're looking to do, but then you bring up something that they would personally be uncomfortable with, and they're like, I don't know, bro. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, uh, fuck, because you actually listen to what this person says. Mm. But then you have the few, very few people who understand you and have faith in you and tell you, bro, you're going to fucking, that's a crazy opportunity. You're going to crush it. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you got anything from this episode, work hard for the shit that you still want to do. Don't be afraid of opportunities after you done prayed and worked hard for them. November 19th. I said, baby, sold out. Sold the fuck out. It's the first time him doing his stand-up, first time me hosting. That's the episode of Living Room Podcast where you learn, laugh, and heal. Said that shit kind of wrong. Bang, baby. That shit anyway, my nigga. You know what I'm saying?